written down because I wouldn't want to write everything. Sure. So I'm only writing the best. Take, yeah, yeah. I want to use this uh, space. Okay. Um, right, so we are now re- recording anyway, but uh, uh, I don't know. Are we ready to go? Ducka, 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 power. Can you handle this? Pat Holland, can you handle this? <laughs> Tom Toll, can you handle this? I don't think this they can handle this. New no intro? No. Oh, okay. Not in the slightest. <laughs> no, we have music. Hello, welcome to episode three of After All This Time Always Podcast. That was so loud. I'm proud of you, Tom. Good, High energy. Good. High energy. You know why it's high energy? Because we're talking about the Prison of Azkaban this episode, and it's my favourite darn book. Love this. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Patrick Holland. Hello, nice to be here. And? I've got to nail it this time, guys. Hello, this is Joseph Power. Producer Joe. That's that voice there. Uh, Shall I do it again? Intro intro me again. I I will nail it. I promise. I promise. A little less robotic. I didn't. I didn't. I thought you were going to introduce me, and then I'd just say hello. I didn't realize I had to say my whole name. Okay. Okay. Uh, And then producer Joe. Hi guys. Yes. Ready to go. Well done. Well done. Um, So we're here talking about uh, book three. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. The big one. Yeah. Oh, mate. Without a doubt, this is this is one hundred percent. The big one in terms of these books. Oh, this yeah. is the only one where Voldemort isn't the villain, but it still the, uh, feels the, like the Tokyo Drift of the Harry Potter series. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, I, I cut you off there. Uh, yeah, as um, do Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice, very good. No, well yeah, done. and it's also the most personal book. I think we'll talk about that a bit later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is the big one. This is the big one. So coming up in the show, uh, we've got Peeves from the previous episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we've got uh, Dipping into the Pensive. Yes, yeah, please. our um, memories of Tom's... reading the book first time. Tom's riddles. Yeah, uh, will it be a forward. riddle? It's a question. Uh, again. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. That's a good question. We'll okay, it's not not a riddle. Tom's question. And uh, then we've got the quiz at the end. Oh, it, yeah. the quiz is big this week, by the way. Big quiz. I've gone right. I, I don't. I'm, I'm just going to tease it. Okay. But normal format. Sorry to annoy the loyal fans of episode one and two. But yeah, thanks, got... thanks for everyone who has listened. Oh my word! Yeah, yeah, we've oh. been astonished by the amount of uh, listens we've had. Actually, yeah. thank you very much. Shall we say that this is the first one we've recorded since? We've released any. I mean, you've said it. You've said it. Yeah, but shall we say it together all okay. at once? What, oh, like, yeah. Harmonise it? Yeah. No, I've been really touched by the response. Yeah, and as always, if you want to get in touch, uh, we're on Twitter, at AATTAPod. Perfect. Uh, same for that for Facebook. Yep. Um, you could also email us on AATTAPod at gmail.com. Very well remembered. Or, and that reminds me, we've got... Something to go. We've got a little mystery for the show. I was gonna. I was gonna talk about emails. I had a, I had a name for them. Okay. Because um, it sounds a bit like owls, but but a certain breed of owl. The email. The email. So if you want to if you want to get in touch, send us your emails. <laughs> if you thought Tom's riddle slick, <laughs> Tom's riddle sir segment was tedious. <laughs> I think I think, and it's unfair to say it sounds like owls. I think if you were brought up in this part of. Southeast London, yeah. it sounds like owls, but yeah. anywhere emails. else. Emails. People, people that speak properly, small, it doesn't yeah, sound like To a small like segment that. of the population. That's a good <laughs> I'll, I'll go with it, though. I'll go with it. Emails. But yeah, we've got, we've got a mystery, guys. We have a mystery emailer. Very mystery. That's uh, but that, that'll come up later. Yeah. Um, but yeah. first, shall we, um, shall we talk about Peeves? Peeves. I've got, Let's do uh, I've got a bit of an intro for Peeves. It's not really a jingle. It's just, okay. just an intro. I hope this is loud enough. 
Peace. Very good. <laughs> How's that? Very good. Uh, Joe, you're fired. I patched all the editing now. That's uh, that was enjoyable. Thanks, uh, Pat. Cool. Yeah, I'll send you that. <laughs> Okay, so just uh, Peeves is just the part of the show where we deal with any mistakes we might have made in the last one or anything about the last one that annoyed us. Um, we said that it was pre-selfie, my my thing, uh, taking the picture with the wand. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't. Selfie, allegedly, as a phrase, was coined in 2002. Um, okay. It wasn't wildly used, though. It no. wasn't wildly used, but it was 2013's word of the year. Yeah, okay. Your diary was from 20, two- 2010. So it was. Okay. So it had a good your long pre, time. Your pre word of the year, though. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, you're not because you didn't say selfie. No. But but then, so it's excusable that I didn't say selfie. It's yeah. absolutely yeah, excusable, yeah, mate. Uh, Joe, you were right. Mr. and Mrs. Weasley were visiting Bill in Egypt over Christmas. Joseph. Oh, well done, Joseph. Power. Power. Yes, um, please. In episode zero, uh, and this is this something I want to apologize for because I'm mainly responsible for it. In episode zero, we say no F bombs, but that's a fing lie. <laughs> Because there have been a few. He thinks he's clever, doesn't he? He thinks he's he so, thinks so clever. clever. Oh. All he's done there is given Joe a little bit more work. To do. <laughs> I love it. I, my lips move, and I, I know his fingers are going to have to move later. <laughs> oh, that's the equivalent of staring at the maid while you tip hundreds and thousands on the floor. It's, he's, it's like your, your creep era radio head. Oh, we're over 18. Let's swear needlessly. Did you tip hundreds and thousands in front of your maid, Tom? Or your house elf? <laughs> <laughs> God rest her soul. <laughs> she, yeah, no, that's not funny. She that's would, awful. That, I mean, probably dead. cut. Probably cut. Um, apart from our mystery email, we did mm-hmm. have we did have another email, which you can cut if you want. But this this email comes from Ross Wilkinson. Oh, and okay. Ross says, "I think the art teacher was Miss MacGyver." Thanks for calling Rumbles the King of Art. I won't be talking to any of you ever again, and will be unsubscribed. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Ross. For, for those okay, who don't Ross. get that joke, Ross um, is another uh, friend of ours who is very, very good at art, and obviously we labelled another child we went to school with as the king of art, <laughs> and I know that Ross has contacted each of us individually <laughs> saying the to same express thing. his disappointment that he was no, not known as the king Ross, of art. Ross was very good at art. He was the second best at art in our year. He was the queen of art. <laughs> he was silver. It's always good to have a silver I medal. mean, he was very good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got uh, are you finished with your piece they're, they're, they're all the peeves I have they're the piece the peeves I've got is I, I made a big thing of Joe not coming to my ninth birthday um, however um, in my 20s uh, upon doing my first Edinburgh show uh, at the Edinburgh Fringe uh, it was a show that was quite cathartic and uh, it got it all out of my system and then I went to do it at the Leicester Festival on my birthday so it meant driving up to Leicester doing the show and driving back and uh, Joe got contact with me in the, in the morning. He was meant to be going to uni and said, I'll come with you. So you don't have to do that long drive. Oh, nice yeah. guy. So we drove up to Leicester, did it to um, 12 middle-aged people. They yeah, were you, you, I remember group. you were really excited because, oh, we've got, we've got some pre-books and it was like a, a package for OAPs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, one whole group. And um, brilliant. they said they, they sort of enjoyed it, but didn't. And uh, no. yeah, they just went. Oh, okay. Like, they uh, just they smiled throughout. They smiled throughout. Uh, <laughs> what was your set at that at that time? That was, what, his, that was your first Edinburgh that was show, my first wasn't it? Edinburgh show. Oh, so okay. It was on the, the show you would have seen on the scrap heap. So yeah, yeah it was. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, so yeah, I, and, and I to take make, back Joe. Sorry, to I make said. me seem even better, I was outside my class, uh, outside my lecture. 
I was about to walk into my lecture when I when you told me you were on your own, and then I immediately turned around, mm. got back on the DLR, and went home. Yeah. So if you're wondering, you know, if Joe could have got a better degree and not been <laughs> I, I was a 2-1, by the way. By, <laughs> like, I was a 1% off a first. 1% off a first. That could have been that 1%. 1%. Ditching that class that one day, that Ferris Bueller As ditch. It, that... I, I say 1%. I'm one, I was 1% because I think there's like a, a middle grade. If you get a certain percentage that's technically a 2-1, they can up it to a first. Oh. I was 1% off. What? So I was about 3% off. So Tom owes you a first. Is Tom, you owe me a first class degree. That's true. You owe me a ninth birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> right, very good. Any peeves, Joe? Uh, no, no peeves, mate. Cool. Um, should we? Um, should we take a dip into the pensive? I'd love to. So, Pat. Um, Obviously, you read number one, two very close together. Yes. What about number three? Uh, similar sort of time, which is why I'm I, I lo- I'm looking forward to this episode. But it's yeah, why I'm looking yeah. forward to the next one because there's a there's a bit of a break in time mm-hmm. before reading the fourth. Um, but yeah, I think you. So I said my sister had book one. Yes. You lent me book two and three. I read two in a day, and I read three. I think in about two days. Still at school, but yeah, just couldn't put it down. I don't, did I lend you number three? I'm sure you did. I don't think it was me. Maybe maybe Joe did, because Joe lent yeah. you three. Because I got bought three and four together to read on a holiday to Poland um, and to Ireland. We went to two separate, we from some quarter Polish. Uh, so I actually read Prisoner of Azkaban um, on the same holiday that I went and visited um, Auschwitz. Oh, my God. So when you, wow. Yeah, when you think of Azkaban... I have a, an, an image of Auschwitz in my head because of it was when I first read it. Wow! Yeah. So that I think that's why it was my favourite book as well because it was <laughs> the book's so emotional. A lot yeah. of stuff going on mm. in the book. Um, my parents were taking me on this quite uh, me and my brothers on quite a. That's not a cheery holiday. It's not Disneyland, is it? <laughs> uh, no, it's not Disneyland. Is that, is that the tagline? It's not Disneyland. So yeah. would, would we would we have been doing GCSE history at that point? We were about. Mm, no, that might have been pre- we were about to go into it right, was that okay. summer. So the summer of 2000 okay. was when I went to, on those two holidays and I read both the books and that's when they announced the film. Right. Right. Oh, right. So yes. they announced the film that summer because I remember seeing that um, in uh, in my granddad's house in, in Ireland. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So in this book, you know, it's the first time we, we used to, as you said, new villain. There's, yeah. there's time travel. There's yeah. the first time they actually have a a proper breakup of their friendship mm. with the Ron Hermione thing. What I loved about it was, um, uh, even though right at the end, you've got the big twist about Peter Pettigrew still being alive. It's a great twist. Uh, you, you're, you're aware of Anime Guy. You've mm. seen uh, Miss McGonagall do it, but you've sort of forgotten about it because she hasn't done it for a while. Professor McGonagall. Show <laughs> some sorry. respect. Sorry, sorry, in case she's listening. Um and you've got time travel at the end as well. But for the majority of the book, it's really quite grounded. And Harry's really, he's like a, a passive protagonist in the way. He doesn't actually do much for most of the book. Mm. Everyone's telling him, don't go looking for black. And he doesn't. He's staying yeah. out of it. He's not trying to piece a mystery together. He's just observing for a lot of the time. So it feels really real. And it's not like there's some dark evil wizard after him. Or it's not like there's a monster in the school that's coming, you know, slithering around trying to kill people. The plot of this book is there's a man trying to kill Harry. 
That's it. He's just a mass murderer. He's a serial killer. And you see him in the in the thing, and he's holding a knife. Yeah. He's not even holding a wand. No. It's so grounded and realistic. Yeah. No, you're right. You could pick Sirius Black up and put him in yeah. a, a story that doesn't involve wizards, so to speak. Mm. Yeah. Um, what, I, what I remember when you got to the bit where Hagrid talks about losing his motorbike, mm. I remember when I first got back to um, home after the holidays, I went and found number one. And then uh, I found book one and then read the opening chapter again where he says, oh, Sirius Black led Oh, God, me. yeah. Because uh, you were like, oh, you painted, you, you planted that seed very early on. And what other seeds have you planted? That's when yeah. you start knowing there's a bigger game afoot in these yeah. books. It's not just a case by case. Uh, each, each book has its plot and then it's neatly tied up. Yeah. There's a much bigger game, game plan at work. We're also um, introduced to the Dementors. Uh, yeah. They are awful. They are awful. And obviously, uh, J.K. Rowling says that they came from her battle with depression. You can mm. understand why. Mm. Uh, because they obviously um, sort of remind you of the most horrible moments in our life. Now, I don't think we're going to do that on the podcast. I'm not going to turn to go and go, what would you... <laughs> what? <No. laughs> if a, if a... But what we will say is we're introduced to the Bogart, which is almost a lot more a light-hearted version of the Dementor, yeah, where yeah. you see you know, your fear, and yeah. what you have to do is counteract it with laughter. Can, can um, I just say, sorry, this... Because I, f- I found the Dementors so striking when reading it mm. that it then hit me, and I haven't told either of you this, I think that was the first time I've ever read that book. I think I missed it oh, really? first time round. What? Because <laughs> I, I remember I, start, I, I was late to the game with the first two yes. books yeah. because I'd lent you the books and you were into That's why I started reading them. Yes. Then when it, by the time it got round to book three, I think that was when, you know, I was a teenager and I was just listening to music. That's all I cared about yeah. was music. And it was around the time of uh, the last two books yes. that I then started to catch up. But all the films had come out around that time. Mm. So you felt and like so I start, I, I thought I'd read book three, so I started again at book four. Because right. it, had never, it never really struck me that, that how stunning that was. Like yeah. reading about the Dementors and it was like, you know, it was like I'd never feel a good feeling again and stuff like that. It was Oh yeah. yeah, as a thirty-year-old reading that, it was yeah. the way. Yeah, the way it's it's very real, isn't it? The way she takes it and uh, explains how they work and mm. just articulates it in a paragraph, and it's just like, wow, that just sounds like hell on earth. Mm. Yeah, but she's been through it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, um, but yeah, I like what you were saying as well uh, about um, the bogger, because that's something that's something I didn't pick up on the first time, rereading it. It's like, I think it's something we used to do instinctive, uh, or instinctually ourselves, but it's a great lesson for kids. Take something that scares you, make it funny. Mm-hmm. That's a great way of dealing with your fears. Mm. It's, uh, it's what Gene Wilder once said about the fact that he mocks, openly mocks Hitler. He says the best thing to do with monsters is to tear them down, yeah. laugh at them, and then, then they don't seem so scary is anymore. Mel Brooks? It was Gene Wilder in the interview. Was he quoting Mel Brooks? I've heard Mel Brooks say that as well. Uh, was Mel Brooks is probably quoting Gene <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we've got our peeves for number four yeah, sorted yeah, out. Yeah, that's something I'll that's look, something to look up. <laughs> Tom's gone for Gene Wilder. Joe's gone for, going Mel for Mel Brooks. Brooks. Pat, Just because Mel Brooks was... Um, Woody gonna, Allen? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Larry David. Um, no, Tom Toll. You're the first person I heard say it. I'm, oh, I'm attributing that quote to you. Maybe I did say it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bogarts. Yes. They show us our fear. 
Mm-hmm. That's a little less than our worst moments in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> what would uh, what would you guys uh, see uh, if a bogart was to approach you? What would you see? Uh, Pat? My 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 main fear is just the thought that my life uh, won't amount to anything. It's quite meaningless. So I, bogart would probably show me just a like a tombstone that says, "Here lies Patrick Holland. He died 110 years old. He didn't do anything." Oh, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the bogart is effectively. I'm oh, sorry, we can't leave that. You're, you're okay. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Oh, he's, he's all right. <laughs> we'll hug after the recording. Uh, um, the, well, the bogart is effectively the the opposite of uh, the mirror, isn't it? Yes. Um, yes. Oh, so yeah, I, I would. My, my bogart would probably show you, Tom, with a bit more money. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely callback to uh, episode two there. Mm-hmm. What would you see, Tom? Girls. <laughs> what? Let me explain. <laughs> no, end. That's, no, yeah. um, <laughs> a, so, That's so, so do you know, um, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> it started with The Shining. And it, this is saying, so I thought to myself, what, 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 what would my bog art be? And I had to think back to uh, when I was a kid and what scared me. And uh, do you know in The Shining with the two twins? The twins, yeah. yeah. Terrifying. So the first time I saw The Shining, I sat, I remember, sat downstairs. I, was, I can't be much longer. Me and my brother, James, we used to share a room. And then we got a loft extension and I moved into my room. And I think it was like the first week I was by myself in my own room. And uh, we watched The Shining. And I remember my dad creeping around outside of the the living room window and banging on the window as it oh got to a scary God. bit. And I said to James, even though we had obviously moved, I said to James, can I sleep in your room tonight? Uh, even though we'd had this, oh, independent, we've got our own room now. Anyway, we went to Ireland that year. And uh, it, my, my granddad, when we went to holiday there, so we went there every summer, he had, uh, it, was, it was quite a sort of remote house in the middle um, of this, like separate from this village, quite far out in the middle of the countryside. And uh, I remember I was standing one day and uh, I saw... a like a glimpse of this girl in the dress. So it's all, it, you know, that very pr- pristine dress. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, where's she gone? And then she had gone. And then we went to mass uh, later that day and she was at mass. And I was like, oh, what's that girl, wasn't it? And then uh, later on, I uh, I saw her again across the road and I pointed her out to my dad. And my dad is what you would call a wind-up merchant. <laughs> and he went, what girl? <laughs> and I went, that one. <laughs> He went, that one over there. He went, what? No, no. He went, I, he went, he went, there was a girl who lived in that house over there. No. She died 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I remember. I remember being absolutely terrified of, like, dull-looking girls who that's look like so girls. Yeah. Not boring-looking, uh, dull-looking. No, dull-looking. D-O-L-L. The accent coming into play again Yeah, that's all. Speaking of your fear of girls, that's just reminded me of something. Because when we all went to uh, sixth form, we uh, joined with another school. There was another. There was an all-girls school nearby, and the sixth forms merged. And I remember seeing the difference between the boys' playground and the girls' playground was insane. Because it was basically find yourself a safe space, or you're going to get hit by some sort of ball. Yeah. Or, you know, or a fight will break out, and you know. Yeah. But girls, they it was. It, and it freaked me out, and I imagine it freaked you out, knowing yeah. your fear now. They all just sat in circles. They used to use the playground 
for playing. I know, mm. it was so weird. So weird. <laughs> Not headbutting the fence. No. <laughs> uh, didn't see anyone headbutt the fence. No, there was no one receiving Megasauros as a punishment. No, there was no one yeah, dangling, Megasaurus. like, you know, climbed up into a high position in the tree and, and now needed help getting down. Yeah. They, they had thought of the return journey. There was no uh, games of wrestling, which, there was is, no game. which is just a fight. Just a fight. There was no but bundles. Oh, bundle. Bundle. I miss bundles. Oh, yeah. no, no bundles in uh, Hogwarts. I was, I'm sad to say. Probably, you know what, probably during the Marauders day there was because they used to, you know, be quite horrible to Snape and I think probably quite horrible to Pettigrew. I think... Um, uh, I don't know if it was bundles are. I don't know if it was <laughs> Pick someone. For those, for those <laughs> no idea, they're they're about to be stopped for five minutes, and everyone jump on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah basically, what if for those that don't know, a bundle is uh, if I mean sometimes a, a victim will be picked. Sometimes the victim will choose themselves by uh, tripping up. Yeah. Or just being near the floor, near the floor. Uh, in between classes, and then someone will shout the word bundle, and then everyone will jump on top of this poor human. And that was just the teachers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to drop Tom's riddle? Tom's, I mean, yeah. Tom's question. Yeah. yeah. Tom's, Tom, riddle. Uh, so, uh... <laughs> So what we learn, we learn once again, we learn a lot more about uh, the past in this book. Mm-hmm. We're introduced to a lot more about Harry's father's past, of course. Um, Mrs. Wormtail, Mooney, Padfoot and Prongs. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to choose the four other characters that I've given nicknames to. And you oh. have to guess the animal. Now I wish I can remember. Okay. <laughs> okay. So here we go. So number one, mm-hmm. paintbrush. Paintbrush. Yeah, we have to have to guess the animal of the. Yeah, uh, you can write. Yeah, you you, you can go go for it. Paintbrush. Cat tail. A fox. Well done, fox. Oh, very good. Well done. Well done. Uh, Blubber. Whale. Yes, very good. That's an easy one. Um, No, what's the other one? (laughs) Uh, Dentist best friend. Dentist best. (laughs) Uh, Do bunny rabbit. Close. Um. Dentist, what are they oh, no, it wasn't that. I actually thought Dentist Best Friend, and I thought, oh, actually, Overbite is the one I was going to... Because it's got to be one name, hasn't it? Overbite. Uh, yeah. So that is Rabbit? N- uh, no. Oh, okay. A um, rat? No. It's um, Wormtail. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Of course. Mouse? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give up. Beaver. Beaver. Uh, okay, yeah. very good. Very good. Uh, I can't remember the other one. I, okay. came up with, I was coming up with it this morning. <laughs> I mean, because I, I should have written them down. Does that mean we fail the riddle because we didn't get all the answers? I don't think anyone comes out of this looking good. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Tom's riddle is an absolute failure. Uh, I'll try and come up with a good one for right. number episode four. four. Episode four. If, if I think of a good because because book four is my favourite, so if I I can't wait to start reading it again. If I think of one, how about I give Tom a riddle? Yeah, and then and then that be Tom's riddle. Okay, okay. okay. I'll I'll try and come up with another one of my fantastic questions. And we'll see how we go. <laughs> so, Joe. Yes, sir. You've been manning manning the airwaves. Uh, the yes. E waves. The E waves. Checking for owls. Checking e- emails. That's going to take off. Yeah, we've um, had, uh, yeah, we've yeah we've had a cu- a couple of people get in touch but um 
He had someone that tried wanted us to spend, send money. Oh uh, yeah, that was. Uh, that I think was, it was Sierra Leone. I'm not I sure. think someone from Sierra Leone wanted to. Did nice, us nice to, to know we're getting that reach. I mean, yeah. I mean, the fact that they were willing to give us their didn't dead husbands. anything about the podcast. No, didn't. They but it sounded said, like their situation was quite dire. Did we send the money? Uh, no. But oh, we did say thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we received a, a rather curious email from someone called Muriel Potter. Now, I'm worried that this might exclude certain listeners. I hope it doesn't. I hope they can be in on the mystery with us. But this is definitely a friend of ours. Uh, so this is this is what the email said. Um, Hello, great show, fellas. I'm not a Potter expert. I have never read the books, but you were entertaining enough to keep me interested for the whole show. Thanks very much. Very nice. That's such a backhanded compliment. Though. It is a little bit, isn't it? <laughs> Knowing uh, our friends. Yeah, <laughs> what, exactly. what else would you expect? Yeah. Um, here's the point of messaging you. I know you. All of you. Sinister. Hmm. If you can guess who I am, I'll read them all. But shall we say each wrong guess loses half a book from my responsibility? I'll answer questions to help, and I'll give you an update for the non-Potter experts on the podcast. Game on, Great Aunt Muriel. Now that's... So that's the mystery. Well, what's weird is Great Aunt Muriel is a character from the book. Yes, Ron's Mm. aunt. Ron's aunt. They might have seen the films. Yeah. They might have seen the films. Yeah, because he he gets his dress robes from her in film four. Film four, yeah. So this... I think think one clue here is fellas. Yes. Not everyone we know calls people fellas. No. Oh, so I did uh, a search on WhatsApp for any messages that had fella. Okay. It, and it threw up two names. Uh, Jake Wildy. Okay. Who, for the people that don't know him, is too handsome to live. <laughs> <laughs> He's a handsome guy. And he also has listened to the podcast. He's listened he to, and has, he hasn't we, read the books. Yeah, we do, we do know he fits those criteria. Dan Murphy... Who Another is, handsome man. Yeah. Hasn't mentioned the podcast to me. No, no, no and maybe that. that's a bluff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hasn't mentioned it to me either. And, first, no, just, just to be clear, neither of those are guesses. No, just, no they're not no, guesses. No, no, no. Just, this is just our suspects. Yeah. But we, I, think, I think what would be quite fun to do is, after this episode goes out, if we list our uh, who we think it might be, and then we'll put information up on our Twitter and our Facebook... And so people that, you know, aren't in our close friend, aren't in the WhatsApp group can uh, have a look and maybe they can decide for themselves or a get hazard a guess, perhaps. Yeah. Or maybe we could get, I, mean, I didn't check the final download numbers, but maybe we could get the internet working on this <laughs> <laughs> for us. Yeah, it'd be great. It's just, yeah, given that this book is so, number three is about the past, this, I mm. feel that this figure is from our past. And given this whole podcast is about us delving back into the past, I think this is someone that we went to school with that we haven't seen for years. That's interesting. I just get the sense. Do you think it's a teacher? Oh, uh, it's Mr. Chalice. It could be Mr. <gasps> Chalice. <laughs> oh no, I hope not. <laughs> Genuine look of fear in Pat's face. There. <laughs> this, this, this is the this is the firebolt. This should have yeah. been checked for curses before oh, we before word. we opened oh, it. Fantastic. Yes, and you know what? Hermione had every right to give it. Oh yeah, <laughs> she yeah. had every right to tell McGonagall. She's just looking after him. Yeah. Mm. I felt forever in that chapter. Mm. She's a powerhouse in this book. She is. Like she goes slapping Malfoy, slapping quitting, Malfoy. like dropping the mic on, on Trelawney when she quits Divination. She has a yeah. great book. Yeah. Well, th- to be fair, we've all, 
we've all had a teacher like Trelawney. Yeah. Just someone who you just go, how are you still in this job? <laughs> like one of our, we had two media teachers and one of our media teachers in particular. Do you remember Paul stealing the remote control? She was trying to show us a DVD, like trying to show us some film we had to study. And she was working it all off the DVD player. But Paul, our friend, had stolen the remote and just kept turning the TV off from the back of the classroom. She mm. could not figure it out for 25 minutes. Why, why, this, why the TV kept shutting off. Why sometimes the film started rewinding on its own. She was meant to be teaching us about the media. She couldn't even work a DVD player. Basically, what happened when we got to A-levels is we were the last ever sixth form at our school. So they put oh, little yeah. to no effort in mm. to us. Oh, yeah, I so that, that that teacher, <laughs> that was the only year she ever taught media studies. And oh, she wow, even said, really? she even, yeah, she even said, oh, I'm learning too, because I've never done this before. <laughs> and it's like, that's not, you don't need that <laughs> from your media teacher. You want your media teacher to know what she's talking about, yeah. or he. i tell you what, one thing in this book that I loved was the Weasleys, uh, when they first appear in Leaky Cauldron, and they did the handshake where they're like, the, the mocking Percy. Oh, yes. Mum! Mum! Didn't see you didn't there! See there. Yeah, just brilliant. made me realise just how funny they were. Um, and we do meet the first Marauder um, yeah. in Lupin, mm. who really is the first, he's the best, um, he's the best defence against Dark Arts teacher, Harry Taz. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's one of them things where both him and Sirius Black are sort of teased as, oh, this is the way the series is going. And then they've sort of cruelly taken away. He loses mm, his job. Mm. Sirius is um, almost reframed again. Yeah. Uh, but I do like the tease at the end. Both of them say, both of them leave the book going, we'll meet again, Harry Potter, or we'll see each other yeah. again at some stage. And so that leaves you going, oh, I hope it's in the next one. Yeah. Lupin's mm. brilliant and Sirius means so much to Harry. Yeah. She, she doesn't quite Game of Thrones it, you know, no, no. introduce a character, oh, this is the guy dead um, <laughs> but there is a sense of um there is a sense of uh especially because you're thinking oh this is it he's going to leave the dursleys and you know and no that uh, that, that she, gives, she, she dangles there. hope and then hope sucks it away like a dementia. tom i had a question what's your question pat what do you think the azkaban showers are like oh. <laughs> 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 Um, I'll tell you what I like for serious. Yeah. Grim. Oh, very, very. Uh, I don't think they have showers. No, it sounds like too much of a luxury, doesn't it? They have food, but I suppose you don't want to keep them alive. Which is quite weird because it's like, you know, the whole wizards or humans who's like, Mm. this is quite barbaric, really. Mm. Yeah. It's quite archaic to have a a prison where you're essentially just going mad because that's what they do with the Dementors. It must be a good deterrent, though. <laughs> yeah, but so is chopping people's hands off, but we don't have that as a... <laughs> the Dursleys. Okay, this this is something we were talking about off mic. Mm-hmm. Um, when the news report is on about Sirius Black, mm. Uncle Vernon says, when will they learn uh, hanging's the only way to deal with people like this? Mm. Yeah. Now you know which way they voted at Brexit. Yeah, right? you know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. You know their political leanings. I think, in, I think it's in book four the uh jk rowling has a little dig like um at daily mail readers by saying that Mm. he's got his nose in what's wrong with daily (laughs) are we anti-hanging no hanging out i'm I'm pro i'm pro i'm pro that i'm a big fan of episode two hanging out with hags yes very good thanks
Yeah, no. Uh, I'm not saying everyone who voted for Brexit is like the Dursleys. I'm just saying most people who are like the Dursleys probably voted for Brexit. They are delighted about the news of Aunt, the, the blue passports. Auntie Marsh is a definite Brexit voter. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. She's yeah. horrible. Yeah, like we talk about the sort of the villains of the piece, and in this one we've got the Dementors, we've mm. got Auntie Marge, mm. uh, we thought we had Sirius Black, Petter, then Pettigrew appeared, and from it sounds a bit, Pettigrew is the most pathetic villain mm. of the whole book series. He's just looking out for himself. Yeah, he's not um, even a victim of bullying, he's just, uh, he's just jealous. He's, he's just, just jealous. jealous he's not as good as the other people, and that drives him to do horrible things. Mm. Yeah. This was something I was going to ask. Do you have any aunts and uncles you don't like? Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. Would it would it be would it be the one that you left in the cold the other day when I saw you in Esther? Yeah, that's really cruel. That's a rude thing to do. What's that? No, right. No, I love. Right. So here's what I do. I, I take my um my uncle Luke, my great uncle Luke, uh, to Asda's shopping because he's he's eighty three now, I think, and can't get around that quick that much. So. The other day we went there, there was no disabled parking spaces because he is it, it was too busy. So I dropped him off there and went and parked the car in the car park, which is a bit far away, mm-hmm. and then met him in Asda's. And then when we finished the Asda shop, I said, you wait here, I'll go and get the car and bring it to you. So, but when I went there, to, when I walked my, the shopping back to the car, filled up the car, I turned around and there was Joe Power. Uh, with his girlfriend Hannah, and then we <laughs> chatted for a little bit, and then I realised, oh, hang on, Uncle Luke sat waiting, in, stood waiting in the cold, uh, <laughs> and I was like, better get in the car and go get him. And uh, when we I were did, chatting for about ten minutes. It was a little bit, yeah. It was a bit <laughs> and then when I got there, he was like, oh, I didn't know where you went. Oh, no, it's all right. He went, I did. Who, who is that a story you two have discussed? Yeah, 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 yeah. Joe, Oh, Joe do you know Tom? Tom? <laughs> yeah, he takes old PRs days and just leaves them in the cold. <laughs> Joe, Joe picked me up from the hospital the other day and uh, told me that he'd, he was like, oh, I saw Tom yesterday. And basically told me from his point of view, he was chatting with you for 10 minutes before you said, oh, I've just left my uncle standing over there. And he, you were saying, that's a bit out of order. Yeah. Oh. No, I, don't, I wasn't. Well, yeah, I wasn't, well, I wasn't, well, maybe I wasn't slagging you off, mate. Well, well, next next time, what I'll do is go. Oh, sorry, Joe, can't talk business. <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? <laughs> it would be rude. I'm caught. That's a complete rock in a hard play situation mm. where you need to get, you know. But you don't want to be like, oh, because it's 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 not very often that I see you sort of midday on a Friday. No, that's true. You're like, hello, mate. Yeah. It was. I can tell you the day. It was first of December. Was it Christmas decorations day? Christmas decorations day. Well, you, did you get all your Christmas shopping done that day? No, no, I, st- I still haven't got it done, and it's January fourth, right it today. Is. Yeah, how was your Christmas, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was good. Um, what I liked was what'd you get? <laughs> I'm about to find out. <laughs> I tell you one thing: um, it is as this is going out on January the fourth. Um, I just want to wish my wife Anna a very happy birthday. Aww. Happy Aww. birthday today! Happy birthday, Anna! Yeah. I will cut this. <laughs> <laughs> It's January fourth, but we didn't get each other any Christmas presents. So no, we do... but I've, I've got we've got some things to share. Not only just from ourselves, but my brother Chris um, oh, got us this. 
Uh, oh, no, nice. It. He's, it's got a, a Hedwig, and he said it could be our mascot, basically. Oh, thanks, Chris. Um, he wasn't going to get me a, a birthday or Christmas present this year because he bought me a WrestleMania ticket. That's oh, fair enough, really? I think. Yeah, which is, I, I still don't know how much money he spent on us. Um, and then he said, oh, actually, I bought you a little something for Christmas, but it's technically for the podcast. Oh, and Chris. And a, a Hedwig. So, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Nice one, Chris. I know he listens. Um, and then, Pat, your boss has got us something. Yeah, I, Ooh, yeah. This he said that if this isn't interesting, to just cut it. But I said we would open it on the show because he said it was a gift for the show. Oh, All right, lovely. Just to uh, let you know, that present has been sat in my house for about maybe four days, yeah. and I've done everything in my power to stop my daughter opening it. I, know, I noticed there's a slight yeah, tear on there's the There's a slight tear. <laughs> yeah, she had a go. It is. Oh, this this will come in handy. Oh, what is it? It is a Harry Potter trivial pursuit. Oh, oh no! Oh, that makes my job so much easier. Yes. Oh my word! Oh, thanks. But what's your boss's name? Dan. Thanks, thanks Dan. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, this is thanks, really handy. Man. Really appreciate yeah. that. Oh no! Don't you have a trivial pursuit, Tom? I, yeah, I've got that one. But co- I wasn't, wasn't going to mention that. Be, that no, but no, no. Just my my only worry is you're the type of person that would have revised the entire. Uh, trivial I know pursuit. every single question on that. <laughs> <laughs> should, should we do a test? Do a quick test. Let's, quick, let's do a, do quick a very test. quick test. Yeah. I'll, 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 uh, you will never win. <laughs> right. What would you prefer, Tom? Um, uh, Animals and magical creatures, magical people, magical objects, magical spells and potions, Hogwarts or the Dark Arts? Dark Arts, please. Dark give, Arts. Give him Hogwarts. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is from uh, a future book. Uh, which Horcrux does Harry find in Bellatrix Lestrange's vault? Oh, come on. Even I know that. It's the... Oh, Tom. He oh. hasn't revised it all, has he? No. Hold on. So... That's, uh... <clears throat> it's the, the locket. Nope. No, oh. Tom. Right, okay. Immediate, immediate. Helga Hufflepuff's cup. Oh, Thank God, you very is... much. Okay. Uh, right, so oh. you failed miserably. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe we will go. Thank now, you, Dan. We can, will go back can to Can I just say, I said I knew all the questions. I didn't say I knew all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did originally uh, get you guys a, a present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I was going to do is just wrap up a load of wrapping paper. Okay. Have you open it and go, oh, do you like it? It's an invisibility cloak. And then go, oh, you must have dropped it somewhere. Ha 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 ha. Very nice. Lovely joke. Yeah, lovely stuff. But I, just, I couldn't stuff. be bothered to, <laughs> to, to wrap it all up. So then um, my wife Anna went out yesterday and said, oh, I'll get them something. So she's got us all a blind bag. Mm. So you don't know who you're going to get. Oh, a blind... Oh, okay. I'm going to take that one because it's still got the price on it. These are Harry Potter blind bags. Yeah, it's a sealed So have a look at it. Oh, cool. So look on the back and see... Oh, there's two exclusives. (laughs) Oh, I got the one I wanted. Did you? I was actually going to say, I want a little Hedwig, especially after we've got the new mascot. Oh, Oh, that's true. Come on, Hagrid. Here we go. Oh! He's only gone and got a Dobby. Oh, Joe has got a Dobby. Hermione Granger on a broom. Nice. Good work. Get yeah. It. Well done. Thank everyone. you very much. This That's is lovely. Right. Merry Christmas. Oh. Merry Christmas. I've uh, I've got you guys uh, something as well actually. Oh. Uh Potter themed. Okay. Um uh Patrick, that one's yours. Thank you. Uh and Thomas, that one's I've, yours. I've been handed like a, a wine bag, like a yeah. gift bag. I've got you yeah. both the same thing. Um It's <laughs> right, It's a San Miguel. <laughs> it's a bot. That's what a beer. Drink responsibly over the Christmas with period. Some, with some, like, hotel butter. Yep. Cellar tapes. It's the butter, beer. It's butter, butter beer. This is brilliant. Very good. There you go. It's, it's, a, it's all uh, added twist. It's garlic butter. Uh, oh. 
you want to keep the vampires away, something for the dark arts. <laughs> Very good. Very good, Joseph Power. Hey, now, you're welcome, guys. When we first said we were going to get each other gifts, didn't mm-hmm. we say we'd try and get like the worst gifts possible or something? Like mm-hmm. that? Yeah, we would. Okay. Yeah, we mentioned that. Okay. Because um, uh, you you're worried such a me. purist, Pat. <laughs> you worried me the other day when you said, "Where are you buying yours from?" And I was thinking, buying. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I got your gifts here. Oh, oh! Unraveling a scarf. Long scarf. He's still unraveling. Wow, that's still a unraveling. really long still scarf. Still unraveling. It's cold outside. Uh, take your pick. I'll take this one. I'll, t- I'll take this one. It's um, so that's it's a newspaper. newspaper. Uh, that's the wrapping paper. That's the wrapping paper. Juice. <laughs> I mean, you. <laughs> uh, if Pat has gone for the same gag with the invisibility cloak, it would be perfect. <laughs> no, no. I feel something, there's something solid in there. The paper is running down. <laughs> is, 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 right, so it's it's a twig <laughs> from no, a tree. It's a wand. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I what, bought myself one. What's, I, uh, what's it made of? This is ash okay. with a core of pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's my one? It's it's ash as well. They all came from the same tree. I went down to Ali Vanders. It's like Ollivanders, but it's an alleyway. <laughs> 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 and I picked us all up. Some ones. This oh, is brilliant. That's great. This will be an, another one of our mascots with each of our individual ones. Each of our individual one. Did I see? See now, I wasn't going to go for the one I picked. I went for the other one. It chose me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The one chooses one the wizard. chooses the owner. Um, well, this is this is yeah. brilliant. That's, isn't this fun? That's... Isn't it easier to point to people now? <laughs> yeah, my gestures are yeah, gesture. We're, we're sort of all aggressive, gesturing at each other when with I, the wands. This is great to tell you guys to. Get closer to your microphones, yeah. actually. Yeah, you yeah. wave your hand, and we magically like yeah. move forward. Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful. Thanks very much, guys. Oh, oh uh, Merry, 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 Merry belated. Merry, Merry I mean, it's belated. January 4th, so we're still in the 12 days. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy, oh, Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy Jeepers. New Year. We're introduced to a very um, special piece of uh, magic in this book. Mm. And that is the secret keeper, which is obviously uh-huh. it's actually key to the whole plot of the book. In that, everyone believes that well, people that knew Sirius Black believed that he was the secret keeper for the Potters. Yeah, that meant uh, only he knew their location because they went into hiding. Yeah, once again, alluding to the other books where they're like, they went into hiding because they heard that Voldemort was after them. Yeah, he targeted them. He next. targeted them. You thinking why did he target them? Why did they target Harry? There's a reason. There's a reason. Professor Trelawney. It's like Dumbledore's, it's only, it's like a joke when he's like, oh, that brings her some total of correct uh, predictions up to two. I should give her a pay rise. Yeah. What's perfect foreshadowing, because what the first one was comes into play later. Well, it's, 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 one, it's one of the major plot points of number five. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, the secret keeper, obviously it was Pettigrew, Peter Pettigrew, mm-hmm. who framed Sirius Black because he met up with him, blew up the street, made everyone think that it was Sirius that done all the murdering. So, if you could if you had to go into hiding yeah voldemort's after your ass <laughs> <laughs> who told, would told him what's coming to get me told him what's coming to get you <laughs> who would you um, i should really be pointing with the wand who would you <laughs> have as your secret keeper um that's a really good question i i mean first first thought would be mike <laughs> how does it how does it how does it go to um it's like you you can't you can only give up the secret willingly so he he could be yeah you might not you can't torture it out of somebody maybe yeah hmm. yeah probably Mike I don't think 
He's he's got a few of my secrets already. Or a tramp. I just tell a random tramp. Yeah, that's what I yeah. was thinking. I, I think I just I just walk down the street, see any old person, and just go. Oh, I'm going to be here by the way. Yeah, and then yeah, walk away. I, they won't know. Yeah, I was thinking of a guy called Matt who we used to work with because I've not seen him in ages. Got on really well with him. Hello, Matt. If you if you listen, I don't know if he does. <laughs> um, Maybe he's Muriel. Oh, no, he no, doesn't, he know, doesn't know you two. Uh, good, good thinking though. Mm. Uh, so I probably would have would have would pick him because he's someone that I could easily enough get in touch with, but someone wouldn't think of that's who it. That's why. That's why they changed Peter, wasn't it? Because it was almost like Sirius is too obvious. Yeah, a choice. That's why Sirius said no. Let's let's do it to someone else. What yeah. happens if the person who has the secret uh, dies? Uh, I suppose the secret they can come out of hiding willingly. I right. suppose. Okay. But yeah, no one else would be able to. But surely Dumbledore knew where they were. No, <laughs> no uh, Dumbledore. No, he offered to be their secret keeper. Yeah. But you can't perform the uh, Fidelis charm. Is that what it's called? Saint Fidelis. Saint Fidelis. Pat's <laughs> <laughs> old primary school. Isn't, that's what it was called, wasn't it? it you was can't perform that charm term. unless only one person knows and keeps that information. It's like attached to their soul, yeah, or something. Yeah. And so I suppose if they die, if their soul expires, the, the spell dies. Maybe yeah. because it was it was described as uh, Voldemort could have wandered around Godric's Hollow looking for them, could have been looking right at them, but because he didn't know they were there, he wouldn't be able to see them. Yeah, it's a very mm. complicated piece of magic. So you've had the Quidditch final, which yeah. yeah. Obviously, it's just like a comeuppance. Oh, it's pure for Malfoy. Mm. He loses the first, his first ever Quidditch match, obviously with the, the mentors. Mm. That means he starts having these sort of anti-dementor lessons with with Lupin, yeah. and that's something that comes up later because he goes to Snape for one on ones. He goes to Dumbledore one on ones. Yeah, in the yeah, later good points. Um, and this is the first, even though sort of Dumbledore, Dumbledore's really in the background for a lot of this book as well. Yeah, um, I think that's and and and. T- that's where he sort of stays until he sort of has that sort of meeting with them and he goes, oh, you know, in the hospital wing where he says, use the time turner. The time travel as well. Because oh, mm. yeah. you think that the chapter where they're on the shrieking track, it's such a big chapter. The time travel is the penultimate chapter. It's, it's when you think that everything should be getting wrapped up. No, they're because still... It yeah. feels like, because it feels like, okay, we've had the big revelation moments and everything. Yeah. And, oh God, they're about to perform the kiss. This is horrible. Uh, and we've only got like, 40 odd pages left yeah mm. and then they throw in this massive twist like no this is what Hermione's been doing all the years yeah I mean we got we got a message uh, the other day from someone called Siobhan uh, who said I'm very interested in how you are going to tackle the complexity of time travel in the Prisoner of Azkaban and normally what we do on this podcast is we uh, something comes up in the books and then we talk about our school days but I don't think any of us had any time travel experience in school did we? Uh, no, no. If you could try and travel back and change one thing about your school days, yeah, it wouldn't be to do extra lesson, would it? Would what would it be? Actually, no. I think I think you came close to doing time travel because I remember the history GCSE. Uh, you know, pens down, times up. I walked out the room. You were still writing, so technically, you did a bit of well, just cheating, really. Well, yeah, That's the, t- the whole world must have been ten minutes Which uh, history GCSE ahead of you. Was that the ninety-three percent one? <laughs> I, I think. Well, yeah, ninety-three percent history Yeah. Well, yeah, it was, no, well, it was ninety-three percent complete by the time its time was up, mate. Yeah. It was eighty-nine percent <laughs> before you cheated. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember that. Did I? I remember it well. I wasn't going to grasp that. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. Thanks. He wasn't a Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what would I? What would I change from from school? Uh, I don't know. No regrets. 
I would go. You know what I would do? I would, I would go back when I was eleven. I would take myself to a bookshop and I would buy a first edition. Oh Harry yes, Potter, yes, 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 Stone, yes, And then I would hold on to it for years. Yeah, I suppose if you've got knowledge of the future. Oh, yeah. I, I honestly think the only thing I would do with that thing would just and get Bitcoin. an extra hour's sleep. Oh, Bitcoin! Yes, <laughs> that and yeah, Bitcoin. I just get an extra hour's sleep every morning. I think. This That's is something I was, yeah, just uh, the alarm goes off. Oh, I think one turn should do it. Let's yeah. just have a <laughs> Yeah. Um, what's your favourite time travel movie? Mm. Oh, it's gotta be one of the Back to the Future. Yeah, it must be not Richard Curtis's About Time. I haven't seen it. Haven't seen it? No. Never seen it. Absolute banger. What's it's very, Named after a, a Lemonhead song. Is it? It's About Time by the Lemonheads. Mm. Well, no, it's called About Time. I thought it was called It's About... All right, okay. No. That's a, that could be a peeve. Don't check it now. No, it's a peeve. It's, it's, it's not a peeve, because it's called About Time. Well, one of it will be a peeve for one of you. One of you will be correct in next week's peeves. <laughs> so, uh, do you have the <laughs> DVD? Of course I have the DVD. It's Richard Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's got up and walked Please away. Please tell me it's called It's About Time. Just uh, for the viewers... For the view, Tom, you're a million. It's holiday in love, actually. Okay, okay, that's brilliant. Not I mean, I, I'm not sure they can hear. I'll try it. That's okay, not so relevant for right now, is it? P.S. I love you. <laughs> that's not Richard Curtis. No. <laughs> I just saw the Wicker Man come out there. Is it? Oh, there you go, mate. Hall pass. Yeah, come on. This better be funnily enough. No, that was a secret Santa <laughs> gift. That was a secret Santa gift from uh, my ex-housemate when we lived together. That was barely funnily. It was not <laughs> not, not nearly funnily enough. Ironically <laughs> <laughs> enough. Oh, come on, where is it? It's about. This is all gold. Oh, I definitely got it somewhere. We can't. We can't. Oh! Have you found it? Oh, crumbs. Time. For the for the listener, Tom is triumphantly holding up Richard Curtis's uh, About Time, starring Donald Gleeson, right. who comes into Harry Potter yes, as Bill Weasley, uh, Rachel McAdam, who doesn't come into the Harry Potter, and Bill Nighy, who plays Rufus Scrimgeour. Um, All right, fine. It's not. It might not be. No, I might be just confusing it with the greatest romantic Mark comedy Camo's review um, about time travel. Although Rachel McAdam, funny enough. Is in the time traveller's wife as well, but that's not. Uh, a comedy. That's also not funnily enough. <laughs> it's fairly funnily. It is. It's funny. I'm a great time. Um, so yeah, this is the greatest romantic comedy time travel movie there is. Um, name me a better one. Bringing it back to Potter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the f- does that got to do with Potter? <laughs> Because <laughs> Potter's about this one's about time travel. Okay. And she's bringing up other time travel mediums. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah, Brilliant. no, uh, I, I love, uh, I love that it, it was like Back to the Future too. I think that's one of the reasons I loved that chapter so much when when I first read it because they're watching themselves um, come out of Hagrid's cabin and they're like, it's like it's like Marty at the dance in Back yeah. to the Future too. He's mm. seeing mm. everything that he was doing in the last movie. Yeah, really clever. Is a good film though. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's talk a little bit of quiz. Before. Witchcraft and quizzetry. You um you said you're changing it up. I ch- uh it's uh, slight slight changes. Um uh, I need to get the quiz up for a start. I... Um first of all, 
Uh, I'm up in the game, mate. Up it's in the game. six questions a piece instead of five. <laughs> um, and also we've got the we've got the snitch. Yes, we've also got a bludger. Oh, so there's a, there's a, a somebody enjoyed himself this week. Oh, he's had a good time. <laughs> Should we change um, the name to Quizich? Yeah, a little bit of Quizich. We've got a snitch and a blood. I mean, <laughs> a solemn nod. Right. We'll have approval from Tom there. Solid work right there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. Uh, you, Tom called last time, so you can call this time. Patrick, heads or tails? Heads, please. I'll go tails. Good, <laughs> in keeping with tradition. And it's tails. Right, Tom, so you have a choice. You can either choose which set of questions you want, or you can choose whether to go first or second. I'll choose which set of questions. Okay, do you want the first or second set of questions? <laughs> the, the, the first. You want the first set of questions? Oh, okay, questions. so Pat's going to get the second set of questions first. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it makes, it makes sense in my head, so don't worry about sense. it. Okay, first set. It's more fair. Right, are we, re- are we ready, Guy? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where I was lost at that, at that moment. That's where it lost me. Okay, right. Question one, Pat. Yep. What was Harry and Ron's last exam in year three? Oh. Potions? No. Divination. Oh, of course it was because of the prediction. Yeah. Uh, I I've okay. chosen the second set of questions first. What was second. the name of the conductor on the night bus? Stan Shunpike. One point for Pat. Um, what, in the exams, what does N-E-W-T stand for? Oh, um, isn't it like nervous exhaustion wizarding tests or, or it's, it's something? Uh. You're not far. I'll give you one more guess. No, no, I won't oh, get it. It was so Tom? close. Nastily exhausting wizarding Nastily tests. exhausting. Very good. Yeah, Damn it. Unlucky. Um, what is Sirius Black's vault number at Gringotts? Seven eleven. Yes, Patrick. <laughs> Revision. Yeah, I, I haven't revised to that uh, extent. Uh, right. What is the password for Gryffindor Tower at Christmas? Obviously, there's a few changes. To there the is passwords. a few changes yes. in the password. Wait. So at Christmas, let me just let me just think. This was before. Scurvy Kerr. Mm. Oh, Get well in, done, Patrick. Well done. Very good. That and was... your last question, what percentage did Hermione get for her Muggle Studies exam? Uh, it was three, 320? Correct! Oh, <laughs> Patrick Holland, that's a very good performance from you. Yes. Strong start. Hey, pick up your wand, mate. <laughs> Sorry. It's going to get broken down there. Yeah. Someone might tread on it and just think it's a twig. No, no. <laughs> Stupid people would think that. Uh, all right, Thomas. Right, a pack, pack of four out of six there. That's four a very good score. A very good score. Okay, right, Thomas, question yeah. one. What book is Harry reading in his bedroom on page one? Uh, a History of Magic? It's correct. Can you say who it's by? Bethilda Bagshot. Thomas Toll. <laughs> very well done. I really didn't think anyone yeah, would get that. Because he's reading about witch burnings. I went, I, went oh, straight, I, went, the, I went in straight on page one because obviously. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. Which two professors does McGonagall have check the firebolt? Professor Flitwick. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think she has Lupin. Check it. Mm. She should do, but she doesn't. She does not. Flitwick and... It would be weird if she has Snape. Check it. And I don't think she has Dumbledore. Check it. Oh, Madam Hooch. Correct. Yes. Very well, well done, done, Thomas. Very well done. Um, okay, what is the acceleration of the Firebolt? Naught to 160. Uh, in 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 what in what time? Uh, I mean, you, you're wrong. It's it's uh, the acceleration is naught to 150 miles per hour in 10 seconds. Oh yeah, I would never have got that. Unlucky. Um, you before never have caught that. No. Before Scabbers goes missing, which subject does Hermione professes her favourite? Arithmancy? Correct. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what Arithmancy is? If this is a pun joke. No, no, great. no, it's not. But I thought it was like like um, uh, like a fancy magic way of mathematics. Mm. Uh, but it's another form of divination. Oh, oh, right, okay. There you go. There you go. Everyone's learnt something. There you go, everybody. And the next question. Do you know what arithmancy is now? <laughs> <laughs> um, after, after learning the fate of Buckbeak, Ron and Harry go to their charms class. Which charm was Flitwick teaching in this lesson? The cheering charm? Correct. <sighs> that was their charms test, I believe. And yeah, Tom, was, I, th- yeah. I, think, I think you're going to get this one as well for, to make it five out of six and go in the lead. What does OWL stand for? Ordinary Wizarding Level. Correct. Thomas, right, okay, so it's 5-4. Now for the bludger. Right, so it's uh, whoever comes in first with this answer, if you okay. get this answer. Um, can we have multiple goes? Uh, oh, yeah. That's... You can, oh, okay, let's say uh, you can have, so you can have two, two guesses each right, for this one. Uh, who scored first for Gryffindor in the Quidditch match against Slytherin? Yes, Katie Angelina Bell. Johnson. Angelina Johnson, Tom is correct. Ah, Unfortunately, it's a bludger. Minus two points for Tom. Oh, what? <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> I wondered why is this a bludger? Cruel <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. game. Right, so that makes it four three to Pat. It's very cruel. Quizich oh. is a cruel game. <laughs> Okay, and now for the snitch. Here's what I'm going to do. If if you get this exactly right, yeah, it's worth a thousand points. Right. Oh, God. Okay. If um, uh, whoever gets nearest, uh, it's uh, two points. Okay. Okay. So Tom, you can still win it if you get this near. Yeah. Do um, I have to write mine down? It's, this is no, no, no. This is a, a number, okay. and the difference must be between that. You can't just go one more or one less. It has yeah. to be a difference of at least a hundred. Oh okay. God, this is going to be like okay. the languages again, isn't it? Uh, how many words are there in the Prisoner of Azkaban? Oh God, uh, Tom, you won the toss and chose, so I want Pat's answer first. I don't know if this is—is is it seventy-five thousand? Seventy-five thousand is what you're going for. Yep. Okay, Tom. Uh, right. So this, I'm, if we do it like pointless, I can. Sh- so I'd say there's about three hundred pages, just shy of that, maybe a bit north of that. I'd say if you have about hundred. 100 on every page. So 100 times 300, 30,000. You went for 75,000. I'll go for 33,000. You went for 33,000? Yeah. 
It's 107,253 words in the book. Pat gets his first win. Yes! On your favourite book as well. Congratulations, (laughs) Patrick. What a day. That makes it 2-1 in total. Oh, Oh, happy (laughs) New Year. I do feel bad for (laughs) the bloodshed. No, that that doesn't. Oh, no, yeah, because it came down to three points. Strike me down, and I shall become more powerful than you can imagine. Know this feeling, Tom. Tom, do you know? Do you like this feeling? Do you like this feeling? No, you don't want this to happen again. So you you will make notes. You will count words in the book. Yeah, this doesn't happen, right? You know, you knew about the firebolt. You knew how fast it went, didn't you? Well, why didn't you? I can't yeah. believe you went for the, a dissertation. Is forty thousand words? Yeah. That's not the length of Prisoner of Azkaban. I don't, I don't There's know. more than a hundred words on a on a page. I don't, I don't Probably a couple of paragraphs, a bit hundred. I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that, what it's like to that, lose a Harry Potter quiz. <laughs> that inner monologue. <laughs> that inner monologue you were just given, I think, is what you would hear if a Dementor came in the room. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sound of yourself berating yourself. For oh yeah, yeah. Hello there. Oh, you again. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't like this quiz. Don't um, lose quizzes. I will. I will say that a the bludger will return, but I won't be announcing. That's generally. It. I won't be announcing. That's it in generally future. my quiz. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas happened ages ago. Tom. Yeah, don't yeah. Remember. It hasn't. Yeah, it happened ages ago. <laughs> you, you got some butter beer and a nice wand. You had a great. There Christmas. you go. You've oh. had a lovely time, Tom. Stop complaining. <laughs> oh, God. Great knowledge, though. I didn't think anyone would get the answer. I didn't think I'd have to be that cruel. What answer? Uh, who scored first? Who scored first? Oh, I knew. Yeah, she always scores first. Angelina. There you go, mate. She's a... Uh... <laughs> oh, she is. She's, uh, she's a very... Prolific uh, scorer. Prolific scorer. Harry mm. Kane. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So if I had got that right... And you, got two points. You would have uh, won, yeah. And then, yeah, Pat got the snitch. Mm. Yeah, I can't. I can't be down on myself. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. no, I can't be down on myself. You can't. I answered no. the questions right. No, exactly. Yeah. The history books will show that you lost, but I mean, you can take but the. You know, <laughs> you know that you you won. Really, yeah. it's what I've been telling myself the last and, two episodes. And normally, we only have five questions, so I got five right. So I would have got five out of five, a hundred percent. This is a very sour note to end on, isn't it? This yeah. is. Oh. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening again, guys. Episode three. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year. guys. Uh, this is an awful start to 2018 for Tom. This is, this <laughs> I don't is, think he can get his energy up no. to say a, a pleasant goodbye to you all. I wish you all the best, but this is. Oh, God. <laughs> I've currently got me Hermione on a broom. <laughs> if you have uh, any suggestions for future quiz formats, do let me know. But make them fair. <laughs> make them fair. What kind of quiz? <laughs> what kind of quiz? Uh, oh, you got the question right. Mm, there's the points gone. <laughs> what is that? What is this? It's a bludger. It's a bludger, Tom. It came, feel... out, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. And you yeah. lost two points. And you got bludgeoned. Sorry, in the game of Quidditch, if you get hit by a bludger, do you lose points? No. No. But you can lose no. consciousness, so can, count yourself lucky, mate. Yeah. Well, it could have been worse. <laughs> Clearly. If, if you enjoyed the show, please uh, tell a friend. That's what we find it. We're getting, finding people that are telling their friends about it, which yeah. is very nice. Lovely. Uh, if you enjoyed it, 
Um, if you didn't enjoy it, then well, bye. Uh, See you later. <laughs> yeah, uh, and don't think we haven't spotted that one star review on iTunes. Whoever Who was that? that? Who was that? I Who mean, I doubt, I doubt they're still listening, but I yeah. was livid. What did Tom say in episode one? If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. To be nice fives, eh? To be fair to Mr. One Star or Mrs. One Star. Mm hmm. They didn't say anything. They didn't write a review. No, that's true. That's no, just, no constructive. Still didn't appreciate yeah. it. And, do, and don't leave us one-star reviews thinking it's funny. It's not yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. That was a friend Pathetic. of ours. Yeah. I mean, I already regret leaving that one. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up. Yeah. Yeah, do, do, do get in touch. Grow up and re- leave. <laughs> yeah, listen. Grow up and leave a nice review on our Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> <yeah>? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Get, guys, do get in touch. Uh, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, email. Uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you also, if uh, as we mentioned at the end of the last podcast, uh, if you are doing a reread of the books, we'd love to hear from you or rewatch or anything. Uh, hear your experiences, how you yeah. feel. Let us know if any of your opinions on any of the characters have changed. Mm. That's yeah. what I want to go. Or, or if, same as us, you've been doing it. Uh, you, you've gone back to the books after a very long time. Let us know if you still enjoy them after all this time. Yeah. That was the cue. We haven't said, I'm Tom Tom, Pat Holland, Joe Powell. Oh, yeah, no, do you haven't done that. Do that. Yeah. I think we normally do, uh, just, to, just to add in, if you're doing a reread and you're doing a podcast about it, stop immediately. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> That's awful. Don't do that. I've That's... been Joe Power, producer. Uh, I've been Tom Toll. And I've been Patrick Holland. And this has been After All This Time. Always. Still hate it. Bye, guys. Thanks very much for listening, guys. We'll be back with episode four on January the 18th, where we'll be discussing our reread of Goblet of Fire. If you want to get in touch with the show, uh, feel free to drop us an email at aattapod at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on our Facebook or Twitter, uh, which is at AATTAPod. If you like what you've heard, uh, please feel free to like, subscribe, tell your friends, and please only leave positive reviews. Thanks very much, guys. See you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Parvati to bootylicious, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the music, it will never be the music. Oh, okay. <laughs>